For some sad news, our friends at Racer X have posted the following story out of Morgantown, West Virginia. They did so August 12th. MX Sports Pro Racing is saddened to report the tragic loss of AMA Pro Motocross racer Jonathan Mazik of Morrell's Inlet, South Carolina. The 20-year-old racer died as a result of injuries sustained. It was last Friday night before the Unadilla um, National in New Berlin, New York, when he was struck by a vehicle while crossing the road in front of the paddock on Route 8. State police charged 31-year-old man while operating under the influence, drug-impaired, and also with vehicular assault. More charges are expected as a result of Jonathan's death. Jonathan first competed on a national stage back in 2006 when he earned a gate at the 2006 AMA Amateur National Motocross Championships at Loretta Lynn's in the 51cc age 4 to 6 class and again in 2015 in the Open Pro Sport. In 2016, he elevated his career again, earning a professional motocross license and was assigned the number 210. This year, the 210 competed at the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship in not one but four events in the 250 class, including the inaugural Florida National and historic Southwick National, making the Fast 40 in both. We wish him, his family, our friends at Racer X as well, uh, all of our, our thoughts and prayers. We don't want to lose any one of our racers, our riders, fans, promoters, any one of our family, and he will be in our thoughts. So there we go. All right, Tony, next guest, please. Yeah, so um, this guy, Brad Jeraminski, I met him. I've met him a few times, but uh, he he has Club 57 MX training, and uh, you can find him on Instagram at Club 57 MX, Club 57 on Facebook. Uh, he has a bit of some news that we uh, I thought it'd be fun to break right here on the show on Pit Pass, but Brad helped me down at Loretta Lynn's. Uh, my starts have been off lately, and I don't know how you get to be 42 and have all of a sudden your starts suck. But uh, so they did, and uh, I started... You know, we've I finished eighth in the uh, in at Loretta's overall in my class, but uh, started nineteenth the first moto around the first year. And second moto, I was like thirtieth. And then after working with Brad for maybe twenty minutes, um, I started like fifth, and it was just incredible. And I thought, man. And then so Brad's got some some uh, some news to talk about. So I welcome you, Brad, to Pit Pass. Yeah, I, thanks, I think it's your first time you've been on, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. This is my uh, this is my first go around. So uh, we we want to talk about it, uh, Club Fifty Seven. Talk about what that is, and also I want to say we have Chris Carr, uh, flat track legend, on Chris Carr, and, and uh, I thought it might be interesting to have him on, and and maybe he can, you know, he's he's been around and, and done a lot. Of, he's he oh uh, yeah yeah he yeah. Um, is also a an avid uh, a, an often trainer um, for kids and that kind of thing. So I thought it'd be kind of interesting sure. to see if he'd hang out with us, but. Kind of explain what Club 57 is, if you will. So the, the backstory to uh, what you were talking about prior to Loretta's, um, we had an arrangement, right, that if you pulled a whole shot, uh, that I was going to be endorsed the whole shot check. Red, so, it didn't happen. <laughs> no, that one went up in flames. But we'll take a fifth place. So that was, uh, I guess, we'll, we'll have small increment victories, right? So I'm uh, originally located, uh, originally from northern Illinois. So I'm not, uh, you know, that whole, that whole barbaric winter and uh, hot summer I've been uh, accustomed to. 
Hey, so, Brad, uh, so, Brad, do me a favor. Yeah. Uh, we're going to yeah. we're going to do our best to hang up and reconnect with you. See if we can't get a, a better uh, better connection with you so the fans can clearly understand. Sure, you. OK, thank you. Uh, we are talking with Chris Carr. This portion of our program brought to you by our friends at Wiseco, Wiseco Performance Products. Look for them on a dealer's shelf or behind the counter. Wiseco, always there for you. They've been there for years and they will be in the future as well. Wiseco, Forge Connecting Rods, Clank, Crankshaft. Clutch hubs, uh, clutch baskets. How about that one? Uh, outboard marine automobiles, PWC, snowmobile, ATVs, and motorcycles all need the gear, right? They all need the parts that Wiseco makes. So for one name, one solution, visit Wiseco.com. And if your dealer isn't carrying Wiseco products, say shame on you. Please bring in Wiseco. Right, Tony? All right. So yeah. We'll talk Astro Pistons. Yeah, we got a few of them over there in Ohio. <laughs> Do we have Brad back? I'm back. Can you hear me? Oh, hey, much better. so much better. Thank much you. Better. What the hell? I know. <laughs> you were on so, the soup can phone. No, man. I'm on this high-tech new Apple phone, right? It's screwing me. Well, keeping all that in mind and the fact that we are on radio, um, we'll just try to keep the language uh, where we need it to be. Uh, sure. Squaring right down the middle. Tee it up high and let her fly. So, uh, you, you, so you were talking about uh, how my starts, you've, you've and, and, I, and I really, pre by the way, thank you for helping me with that. That was a big deal. No, it was a lot of fun. Um, you're from Northern Illinois, you're talking about, and uh, I know you work with a lot of I know because I saw you're showing videos of of some really high profile racers in your phone of starts while we were down there on technique and that kind of thing. So you, I know you know what you're talking about. Well, you know I, I appreciate it, but it was a uh, you know it was a it was a simple fix, right? We just adjusted a lot of where you were sitting on the bike and some throttle position, and and uh, away we went. And I'm going to take it over to Chris Carr just for a minute, Chris. It's and I, and I believe I've heard you say this before, but it's small adjustments can make big changes, not just for the rider, uh, but for the race itself. Agree or disagree? No, I, I would agree 100%. You know, the, the reality of all these motorcycles that, that we uh, are fortunate to race, you know, they're, they're built by some really smart people. And uh, uh the human, um, once he gets on top of it, can really ruin all that great engineering that went into him. And uh, to me, uh, you know, the rider has the biggest input into making a bike go around a racetrack. Yeah, you can have the best suspension tuners and this and that, and they can certainly make a, ride, a rider's uh, job easier. But in the end, uh, some of the, you know, wrong move at the wrong time, and... Um, the bike all of a sudden quit, quits handling. But I, I would <clears throat> be willing to bet that the first tip that you got, Tony, was to let the clutch out quicker than the other guys. <laughs> <laughs> Seem obvious, wouldn't it? Yeah. You'd think so. Right. I was cowboying the clutch a little bit, Brad. A, a little bit. I mean, we were the typical, well, you know, what, what I mentioned to Tony is, you know, it, it was like he was listening to an A-track um you know, from the 1970s, like we we're just trying to trying to pin it <laughs> instead of feed the power. Yeah, yep. it's weird that you would bring up a track because I was bringing up that today with somebody else. I remember going over railroad tracks and instead of listening to uh, Steppenwolf uh, track one, I'm listening to Steppenwolf tracks two, four, and six 
all at the same time. Exactly. So exactly. What, what starts first? And Chris, we'll beg off you for a minute and go to Brad. What starts first, solid suspension or what? Talking to me? Brad, are you there? Uh, Brad. Okay. Yeah, I'm here. Okay, so what's the first thing a a, a good writer uh, should be addressing, suspension or what? Well, um, it kind of goes hand in hand with what they're trying to achieve, right? So uh, I would say the first thing would be uh, an adjusted suspension, you know, just having the SAG uh, adjusted correctly and and dealing with the the suspension that comes from the showroom is is damn good. Um, that I don't, I don't think that, uh, I find that a lot of people just ride with it out of tune to begin with. Uh, and that starts uh, the caveat of, uh, of issues. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of things, Tony, that you, sir, would like to do differently in order to move up on the box, right? <laughs> well, that's what we're going to, that's what we're talking about with, with Brad. Brad, and you've, you've got a, an announcement that, uh, you are moving your operation. I know it's based in Florida, but you've got a pretty darn nice facility that you're moving to. Yeah, so I was, uh, I was we'll call it dumb luck, right? I'd rather be lucky than good any day of the week. And, uh, and this opportunity kind of presented itself where I've, uh, I've been given the green light to turn WW Ranch into a training facility. So in addition to their national and select races, uh, we'll be out there training on the 700-plus acres. So it's uh, it's quite exciting, man. That's a big deal, and and we just had the first national there. Um, it, it's uh, there's a lot of attention on that track down there. Um, I, I think uh, you you may you may have a flood of riders. I don't know how many riders well, you can handle, but yeah, no, I mean I, I cap it at twelve. So uh, you know my program won't. Uh, it's not about numbers. It's about it's about strategically getting these guys to achieve their goals, right? So everybody's a little bit different, and that's fine. I don't need – I'm not looking for uh, necessarily the next Ricky Carmichael, but if they, want to, if they want to turn into that, then let's work towards it. All right. uh, you know, my, my program is based on, you know, 12 hardworking uh, young men you know, that are going to put in the work. And, and now that we've got the, the crew at WW behind us, uh, we have every tool or – or, um, you know, advantage uh, that we need to, to create a world-class facility. That's what it takes. Chris Carr, we're going to let you go, my friend. You held on. You're very kind to do an hour with us on this particular program. I, sir, am looking forward to having a PB&J with you in uh, in the, I'm sure, 87, 88-degree heat that will be Davenport on the 30th of the month. But I'm looking forward to seeing you do what you do uh, best. And at 52 years old, it seems like it's only getting sweeter. Thanks. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Thanks for having me, guys. Had a great time. Appreciate it. Chris Carr, everybody. One of the best. Uh, Bradley, I know that um, this is a, uh, a a part of, I mean, you said you're 30 what now? Uh, I'm actually 44. Hmm. What did I, hmm. how was I hearing that? Well, yeah. I've been training for you know, about 20 years, so maybe uh, you split the difference. I see. So you're, you're uh, <clears throat> down at, you, you say you only handle 12 guys. Correct. Can you tell me what the program is going to look like? We kind of talked about sure. it a little bit on the phone, but I mean, so so what's a typical week? You, you get the, and what is your typical customer? I assume he's a forty-two-year-old uh, family man uh, looking to <laughs> with a racetrack. With a racetrack. <laughs> yeah, 
yeah. Okay, no, maybe no. not. So it's not about it's not about a target demographic, right? We start with you know people that are looking to be mentored, people that are looking to be coached and trained in a in more of a, a one-on-one field, and, and that's my and that's my my hook, so to speak, right? Is I I'm in charge of. You know, the on-the-bike training, I'm in charge of their laptop reduction, I'm in charge of their fitness, their diet. So everything kind of comes and, and goes through me. So with that magic number of 12, that's all I can handle. If I, you know, if I start stacking on more guys, i got to stack on more staff, and then I kind of lose touch with with who's doing what and how they feel and recovery days and, and vice versa. So the, the magic number for me to have a successful program is, is 12. Yeah. And the facility that you have there at WW Ranch, I know there's like some 700 acres and stuff, so maybe a little woods, maybe a little whatever kind of cross-training. Yeah, yeah uh, exactly. Is there a gym there, or what do you do? Yeah, so we've got a uh, you know a typical day for us. Um, like, for instance, today, we'll, we'll just take it right from the top. It, it, it's warm down here, right? So we're still in the upper 90s with high humidity. Uh, so the day starts at 10 o'clock. Uh, we'll start with some turn track and work on, you know, today, today's objective was, was believe it or not, no clutch, no brake moto. So we really worked on opening the turns and, and try to carry as much momentum to the turns as possible without, you know, interrupting the braking, the corner sequence with the brakes. So it was very technique orientated based on, you know, improving corner speed. So we did that until about, uh, until about two o'clock and then at the WW, I'm, I've got a air conditioned indoor gym, which is which is quite a relief <laughs> when you're out in the sun all day. Uh, so we uh, we ground out a uh, more of a high intensity uh, workout with a little bit of strength mixed in, and uh, we were out of there by four o'clock. Yeah. So tomorrow will be uh, will be a little bit uh, building off of what we worked on today, maybe with some uh, some throttle points in the corners and such. Uh, but it's always in the gym, and you know it's a, it's a four day week program. So we go uh, Monday through Thursday. Friday's a rest day, and then I, I make the guys go race on the weekends. And if if I was ridiculous enough to say, hey, I'm going to go spend two months with you or something like that this winter, <laughs> and I said, hey, I don't want to ride like a vet rider. And let's say I came to you, and I was I came correct. I was I was fit as I could get between the end of state fair corn dog season and uh early july or january january um what uh like uh, jumping scrubbing that kind of thing is that something you can teach or is that something you just have to definitely right so you know as as the motorcycles evolve so do the technique you know and and the technique evolves and changes based on what what the top riders are doing and anybody who is at loretta land uh, could say that the future of the sport is that the Jet Lawrence kid and his technique and his form and his body position is as uh, is really going to revolutionize the sport. Look for him online at Club 57 on Facebook, also Club 57MX on Instagram. I'm sure if you just Google search it, you're going to find a whole lot of stuff, including YouTube. Hey, thank you so much. We had to interrupt. Heading to the top of the hour. Appreciate the time. Sure thing. Thank you. All right, buddy. We'll do it again before January. I promise you that, okay? Got a box of corn dogs in the mail to that man right there. All right, uh, stay tuned. Hour number two of the show's coming up. Maybe Jesse will talk next hour. We'll see. 
Josh Strang, Ricky Russell, and news as the show continues. It's Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly on the Evergreen Podcast Network. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato and this is Pit Pass F1, a brand new podcast that'll take you closer to the action of the world's most prestigious motorsport. From Monaco to Miami and Australia to Azerbaijan, Pit Pass F1 is on the ground and has you covered. Esteemed F1 journalists Julianne Serasoli and Chris Medland will take you inside the sport every round. They'll keep you up to date with the latest news breaking in Formula One and the most influential views shaping the world of Grand Prix racing. Every Friday we'll be bringing you a track guide and race preview and Chris and Drew will be in your feed every morning from Saturday through to Monday to keep you up to date on all the day's action on and off the track. So if you want to be in the know on the latest in Formula One, subscribe wherever you get your favourite podcasts and visit us at evergreenpodcasts.com. Pit Pass F1, a brand new show for Evergreen Podcasts. (laughs) 